Public Radio, and this bit's very important. Don't turn around. Some of you will know immediately what I'm going to talk about, but for those that haven't, that was a clip from a television show, one of my all-time favourite shows ever, 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 ever. The show started a while ago and has been running for a long time. It's a science fiction show, following the adventures of a mysterious character who's from another planet and his travels around in his spaceship. Yes, I'm trying to be particularly obtuse here. Tell you what, we'll do the first second or so of theme music, see if that helps anyone out. Well, if you know the series, that would be enough. If you don't, you're not going to get anywhere with it. I am, of course, talking about Doctor Who started in the 60s, 1963. It was like the day after Kennedy got shot or something. So it got really bad ratings for the first day because everyone was worried about that. So it's been going on for over 40 years so far. They had a brief hiatus in the 90s where they stopped doing it. They tried to do a film. It didn't kind of work out. But they're doing a new series now. And I'm going to go over some of the brief things about Doctor Who, some of the main enemies and things like that. Doctor Who's just in the name of the show. He's not actually called Doctor Who. He's just known as The Doctor. And he's mentioned it several times. You know, who are you? I'm The Doctor. Doctor Who? Well, no, just The Doctor. Kind of a running joke. But he's just known as The Doctor. He was born on Gallifrey, which is another planet. His race is called Time Lords. They are lords of time basically they can they have time machines called tardises t a r d i s time and relative dimension in space they can travel through time and space in their tardis the doctor was bored with life on gallifrey and he decided to go travelling at least this is the backstory so the time lords are all stuffed shirt kind of boring people they like the status quo they don't like interfering at all the Doctor decides he's going to go and interfere and actually help the universe out, so he steals an old Type 40 TARDIS. The reason it's old is they can then say, oh, oops, something happened and it went wrong. That's why, because it was in the shop for repair. That's how he got access to it. It has a chameleon device, for example, which is a, meant to make it blend in with anything around, but it doesn't. It's stuck in the shape of a police box. So that's... The basic plotline, he travels around time and space, he picks up various companions along the way. Normally humans, sometimes robot dogs, sometimes aliens, sometimes humans from other planets. And they go travelling around basically fixing stuff. So it's really open-ended that they can go anywhere, do anything. Now for those of you that haven't watched it, you're probably wondering how on earth you can get it going for 40 years. The main actor that plays the Doctor, first of all, is William Hartnell, and he played it for several years. Then he got a bit old, he started forgetting his lines, and they decided to replace him, so they started looking around for someone else that looked similar to William Hartnell, sounded the same, to try and replace him. 
They then decided, screw it, this guy's an alien. Let's make him do something and change to be someone entirely different. So they called it regeneration. So the doctor regenerated when he died and cheated death. And he regenerated into Patrick Troughton, an entirely different person, didn't look anything like, you know, he was like 20 years younger than the previous actor. So entirely different person, different personality, different everything. And they've kept this up, and they've now had 10 different people play the Doctor. Well, 11, but we'll ignore the Peter Cushing film. So we started off with William Hartnell's the first one, the second one was Patrick Charlton, third one was John Pertwee, fourth one was Tom Baker, fifth one was Peter Davison, sixth one was Sylvester McCoy, seventh one was... Wait, no, back up. Fourth one was Tom Baker, fifth one was Peter Davison, sixth one was Colin Baker, seventh one was Sylvester McCoy, eighth one was Paul McGann, ninth one was Christopher Eccleston, tenth one was uh, David Tennant. Yeah, I'm complete fanboy here. I can recite, <laughs> recite them off by heart, almost. Um, so they've all had different personalities. The first one was a sort of grandfather, a little crotchety kind of person. The second one was uh, was known as the galactic hobo. He enjoyed playing a piccolo. The third one ended up trapped on Earth. Was was a master of Venusian Aikido, apparently one of the very few two-armed beings to actually master it. The fourth one, floppy hat, big scarf, Tom Baker. He is he was the Doctor for many many years, and he is possibly the most famous one because he's the one that a lot of people remember growing up. He was the one with the robot dog, by the way. He travelled around for a bit, I said, for the longest time. He then passed over to Peter Davison, who was a cricketer, very breathy sort of character. Oh, oh, hello, I'm the Doctor, and we're going to, um, oh, really, we're going to run over here and, ha, all stuff. Yeah, you're now wondering what on earth I'm on. He would run around and run in, and and he was very breathy when when he did his acting. That was his Doctor. The next one was Colin Baker. He was very smug. Fred Hamden seemed to know a fair bit about what was going on. Uh, Then we have Sylvester McCoy, Wander Brown with an umbrella. They all had their own outfits, you see. Um, the eighth one was Paul McGann. As I said, he played it in a film. Didn't think a huge amount of the film. It was a little too American, if I can use that without annoying all the American people. Doctor was very British, and it was about British people and all that, and then all the British actors. And then to turn around and decide that you're going to set it in America and have a bunch of Americans there and it's just it didn't seem quite right they actually did one bit they made a comment about the doctor became half human he was half human half Gallifreyan as opposed to pure Gallifreyan that he was before after that they then had a rather long hiatus this is in the 90s they did the film and that was it then early 2003 I think it was they decided they were going to do a new series that came out with Christopher Eccleston and he was Northerner, yeah, northern accent. He had leather jacket, and again, a more not quite as outrageous outfit as the rest. But as I said, he was from the north. If you are an alien, how come you sound like you're from the north? Lots of planets have a north. And after him, they then had David Tennant, who's the tenth and current Doctor. So that's basically the Doctor's regenerations or incarnations. We've gone through those. So let's talk about some of the bad guys. There are three main ones. The Master, Daleks, Cybermen. They're probably the three main ones. 
So let's start with the Daleks. Exterminate! That was basically their catchphrase. They was threatened to exterminate people. They were created as a soldier race by a guy called Davros. He was the maiden scientist for the Khaled race, the Khaled anagram of Dalek. They're from Skaro originally. They were fighting the Thals. They've been fighting them for thousands of years. And long story short, the Davros wanted to make the Daleks at any cost, so he betrayed his own people so the Thals could attack to say, Oh, look at that. Let's get them back. I've got the Daleks. So he sends the Daleks off and then there's a sort of love-hate relationship between the Daleks and their creator Davros. Depending on which episode and what's going on, what series, they either love or hate them, or there's two factions and various things. They ended up going around in space trying to conquer everything and ended up, in fact, fighting for power over time itself with the Time Lords. And that was known as the Time War, which was explained partly in some of the more recent series. They haven't gone into the whole detail about that, but there's not many Time Lords or... Daleks around left, but there's still a bit of wiggle room that they can bring some back should they want to. As I said, the Daleks were very big on exterminating, and if you get several of them in a room together, they can get a little antsy. That's basically it on the Daleks, at least for this brief overview. After what I can't really get all the 40 years worth of Doctor Who history with all the books, all the spin-offs and everything. So I'm just going to do a brief overview here. The next ones we have the Cybermen. The Cybermen were originally from the twin planet of Earth called Mondas, which is the 10th planet. Although they've since been redone in the new series to be an alternate Earth, but still, you know, basically the idea is that they're possibly what we might become maybe in the future. The Cybermen are very Borg-like. They talk about becoming like us and very very similar to the Borg, in fact, and if you look at it, there are, there are lots of similarities. Every citizen will receive a free upgrade. You will become like us. So, as I said, very Borg-like in certain ways. And they do like killing people, except, of course, being robots and all digital is not killing people. It is. You will be deleted. Finally, we come up to the Master. As I said, the Master is a Time Lord, except he is an evil Time Lord. He's permanently trying to take over the galaxy, whereas the Doctor is trying to save the galaxy. Another one of these ones that you can't have one without the other. Now, I haven't got any sound quotes for this guy, but if you really want to go and see some of the who I would consider the true Master, you've got to go back to the John Pertwee era and have a look at the Roger Delgado Master. He is my favourite version of the Master, has to be said. And in the show notes I'll come up with some good episodes for you to watch if you want to enjoy that. I'm going to quickly go over some of the other bad guys that they have. We have one episode where an alien spacecraft recreated some weird Frankenstein-style monster. Except it made even more freaky because it was a child. And this episode, in fact, entirely freaked my wife out. So if you're listening, honey, cover your ears now. They've also had various other things. We've had the Ood, and they turned into some weird foot soldier for the Beast. And in fact, that was the bit that said, don't turn around at the very beginning. The Beast and his armies shall rise from the pit to make war against God. 
We are the legion of the beast, and you will worship him. We've also had Clockwork Bad Guys. And we've also had some really, really bad impressions. This one was actually meant to be bad. This is Billy Piper and David Tennant. David Tennant goes back into speaking with his normal Scottish accent. And then Billy Piper tries to pretend to be speaking with a Scottish accent. Oh, guy, I've been boot in a boot. So that's about it. That's been the brief overview of Doctor Who. I've just got a few things left to say before I go. First of all, the official site is www.bbc.co.uk slash Doctor Who. You have a lot of stuff there. You can download commentaries and listen to the commentaries whilst watching the programme and things. They also have a ton of sounds, which is where I got basically all these sounds from. I should actually say the BBC have really got their head screwed on when it comes to this whole web thing. For example, they had one episode, they went to this house, they met Queen Victoria and a werewolf. They actually made websites for the episodes. So they have one episode, they talk about who is Doctor Who. Rose, in the episode called Rose, goes to see this guy. and He explains that he's been trying to track down the Doctor. And they actually made the website, you can go and see the website. And if you go to the Wikipedia page, I'll put this in the show notes, but you can go to the Wikipedia page on spin-off websites I think it is and they have a list of every single one basically every single episode they've got a website about it well most of them the ones in the future they haven't because it's in the future they have an episode about geocomtex and you can go and see the website about geocomtex you go and see lots of them so it's really pretty cool that they, they've got their head screwed on this and you can actually go and look at the websites and various things okay I've got to add this bit in um, I need to apologise I've got a bit of a cold so if I sound weird that's why but I just found out some stuff. My episode will be coming out on the Monday and on the Saturday, two days before, the new series of Doctor Who was actually out. So please go and watch it. If you're in the UK, you can grab it off uh, the BBC iPlayer thing. Not quite sure what else I can say about Doctor Who. It's really fantastic. Pretty much everyone in the UK loves it. Everyone I know that likes science fiction even a little loves Doctor Who. It's just... He doesn't have any guns, he always walks around and he uses a sonic screwdriver, which is a screwdriver that's sonic, oddly enough. But he uses that, he doesn't actually use any guns most of the time, there's a couple of his regenerations have, but most of them don't use guns. He doesn't go in all guns blazing, he thinks his way out of problems. Um, it's got funny bits in for the kids, it's got jokes for the adults, it's just, the whole thing, it's very funny, it's very good. I highly recommend you go and watch it. Again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd just like to thank everyone for all the kind words. I've I've had nothing but praise for my episodes, and so hopefully I'm going to do several more, and I really am going to try and do a Linux one soon, I promise. Honest. I'd like to thank everyone who does podcasts that I listen to, people like Dave Yates, who've been nothing but supportive of me doing this. Dan, I know I make fun of you a few times, but thank you very much. Chess Griffin, just like to say, you shall be sorely missed. If you haven't heard, Chess does a Linux reality podcast and he's stepping down, so I'd like to give a quick shout out to him. I'd like to thank everyone else at the Hacker Public Radio, especially the other people that are submitting podcasts. Thanks for listening to me. This has been Zoke. You can go to my website at zoke.org. It's xray oscar kilo echo.org. 
Or you can email me at zocasoro at gmail.com. That's X-Ray Oscar Kilo Echo Sierra Oscar Romeo Uniform at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, have a good day. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.